0: Our guest today is comedian Zainab Johnson, and we're talking about relationships.
1: And because those bags are so heavy, the release of those bags, you're not even thinking about the bags that you're carrying from other things. Just because those bags always outweigh any other baggage that you, you've picked up, but you definitely picked up more baggage. I love how deep this baggage analogy has gotten. <laughs> I like it too.
0: I think it's good. I'm like rusty on talking about relationships.
1: Wait, what's your sign? Taurus. Yo, I be dating Taurus, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I be dating Taurus. Taurus is good. Yo. (laughs) If I believe what I've read, you guys are always there to teach me a lesson. Yeah.
0: Oh, I feel like I'm teaching women lessons for sure. (laughs) I definitely believe that, you know, you get shaped when you're growing up with a certain personality. And then you're basically going to be attracted to a specific personality, and then that's it.
1: When I think about the guys that I date, they're very much about self, and a lot of reasons why it doesn't work out is because I can't completely, like, submit. Right. I think it's the perception of me that changes how I date. But now, if you see me and you're like, wait, she has these things going on, then then maybe I need to have this or be here to approach her. It's only terrible for the one that I love. If, if they love me back, it's only terrible because I'm trying to enjoy them all at my own leisure.
0: Welcome to the Underground Comedy Podcast with Sean Joyce. For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com. Hey, what's up? Thanks for checking us out. This weekend, we've got DC's Best Showcase at Big Hunt featuring Martin Amini on Friday and Tyler Richardson on Saturday. We'll also have Pete Lee headlining DC Draft House. You can get tickets and more info on the Underground Comedy website. This is our third episode, and it's an experimental one. It's probably a bit early for an experiment, but that's just how it went. Our guest, Zaynab Johnson, is a very funny comic from New York who has appeared on HBO, NBC, BET, and MTV. She also has her own podcast called Honest Tea with Z. Before this conversation, I wrote down a list of topics for us to discuss about her experiences in entertainment and her life prior to comedy. I started off by asking her about growing up as one of 13 siblings which led to a discussion about relationships that probably would have lasted for several hours if she didn't have a show to headline. My plan had always been to let these conversations go in any direction and this is the first one that really veered away completely from comedy. Next week's episode will be back to more of a comedy centric conversation, but this week we're getting personal. So you grew up in Harlem and you have 13 siblings?
1: Yeah, I grew up in Harlem. I was born in Brooklyn. I moved to okay. Harlem when I was like five years old and I have thirteen siblings. Oh no, I have twelve siblings. It's 12, 13, you, thirteen altogether. Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Can you tell a difference when you talk to someone with one sibling?
1: Um, I don't know if I can like well, obviously, yeah, I can tell the difference because they don't have sibling stories the way that I yeah. have. They don't have a story about somebody taking their stuff or having to share yeah. a bed with somebody. Right. Or, you know, you could you I think I I ironically enough, attract as friends and like love interests. I usually attract people who are only children or raised as if they were only child, meaning like they have, they may have a sibling, but it's either like a half sibling or they're really far apart in age. Wow. And I think it's because they're attracted to whatever it is in me that, that shares, if that makes sense. Okay. And, and I think, I think that because they need so much, I think right. most times only children or, you know, people from small families, they need a lot. Right. And not like it's negative, but, and so I think I recognize that. And it's yeah, like, I'm yeah. used to, I'm used to giving. Yeah. Yeah. That's of my time or my uh-huh. energy. And so, you know,
0: yeah, very interesting. I think, uh, I definitely believe that, you know, you get shaped when you're growing up with a certain personality and then you're basically going to be attracted to, a specific personality and then that's it yeah you don't really have any choice yeah other than to be attracted to that and that and then when you look back at all the people you date you can see the similarities between all of them they all have it really i think so yeah
1: i have not i I don't think i've done a deep dive yeah um i mean maybe i could say all the guys have been narcissists Uh uh-huh but 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 maybe not, like I'm not sure, like I don't know my most recent like relationship mm-hmm. he's very different than any other guy that I've dated, interesting, yeah, that like, you're in currently well we were he we're exes now, okay. but he was very different.
0: What was so different about it,
1: um the way he communicated, the way how giving he was mm-hmm. how um he he basically just in my opinion, I would say was much more secure and integral, yeah than the the rest and i and i I give everybody a hard time mm-hmm. and when I look back at it, I imagine i i I gave him a pretty hard time,
0: you think that the guys previous they were
1: they were about self, yeah, they were about self. And not that it's been like so many, but I think when I think about the guys that I date, they're very much about self. And a lot of reasons why it doesn't work out is because I can't completely like submit to. Right. Like it can't it can't just be about you, especially if I don't feel um, taken care of. Yeah, I just I just don't I can't work like that. I can't function like that.
0: Yeah. So this so this relationship felt a lot better to you.
1: Yeah, even in retrospect, I'm like, God, I was giving him a hard time. But I think the
0: other thing that happens, too, is, you know, each relationship you go through, you know, because you, you get older and you get more mature and you like work on your issues. And then each time you come in at a, like a little bit of a higher level. Yeah. So then, you know, you kind of get attracted to people that are a little bit better people. Yeah. They're a little further along in their development. And then the relationship's. Get I I think they tend to get better and better because if as long as you're working on yourself yeah then you get you you become attracted to kind of a better version of that same type of person
1: yeah I like the way that sounds but then I also think about um yeah the older you get and the more relationships you go to you you come with a bit more baggage yeah than, you think than the time you think before. so you yeah. think
0: what you think that you acquire baggage over your life
1: yes.
0: I th- or I don't. if you're
1: if you're if you're equipped with bags already, right? Yeah. Like if you go if you start life with bags, yeah. Then at some, I mean, I think the more you experience, those bags get filled. It's you know, it's like.
0: Because I think I started off. I think I acquired my baggage like when I was six. Okay. And then I think it. I've slowly put them down over time, and I have less and less of it each year.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know what exactly the baggage is from when you were 60 years old. Yeah. But I imagine that I would think about it as you had those specific bags and you've put those bags down. Mm -hmm. And because those bags are so heavy, the release of those bags, you're not even thinking about the bags that you're carrying from other things. You know what I'm saying? Just because those bags always outweigh any other baggage that you've you've picked up. But you definitely picked up more baggage.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I, I feel like it's... I, I love
1: how deep this baggage analogy has gotten. <laughs> I like it too. I think it's
0: good. I haven't taught. I'm like rusty on talking about relationships. It's been a long time since I've like sat and talked to people about it.
1: How long have you been married?
0: I've been married for five months. But but you've been in a relationship. We've been together for like seven years. Okay. Okay. So yeah. And we've lived together for like six and a half years. Okay. Um. So we've been together for a long time so the the relation so and that's the other thing too is like i've been in the same relationship for a long time so it i kind of forget about all of this stuff yeah but you know i lived with several different women in long-term relationships before that obviously i get into like deep relationships quite quickly and like generally just go from one serious one. yeah oh, you're, mon-
1: you're a monog wait a serial no not a serial data a Serial monogamous. yeah wait what's your sign taurus Yo, I be dating Taurus, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I be dating Taurus. Tourist y'all is are, good. Y'all, n- yo. <laughs> I re- I, <laughs> I was reading like, cause I'm an Aries, so I was reading like my relationships, like friendships, love interests, all of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying with different signs. And Taurus is like, wh- regardless of how I interact with you guys, it's always supposed to be a lesson. You guys come into my life if I believe this. Yeah. W- if I believe what I've read. You guys w- are always there to teach me a lesson, yeah.
0: Oh, I feel like I'm teaching women lessons for sure.
1: <laughs> but I mean, even see, my dad was a tourist, uh-huh. and so I feel like if it even stems from that, like that's 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 my first teacher yeah. in a sense. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: yeah. See, I mean, I feel like when I first started dating my wife,
1: what's your wife's sign? I'm sorry,
0: she's I don't know when's her birthday in uh
1: the amount of time you took to think about that you're I know. such a man
0: I know. well sorry <laughs> well i don't believe in signs or like the okay, of when anybody's birthday yeah. is um and like
1: i want to get into that mm-hmm. i feel like i'm interviewing now i'm interviewing That's okay, now. Yeah. i want to unwrap that but first say what you were about to say
0: i was gonna say she was not real into the idea of us dating at first and uh i definitely i had to convince her to date me and When, uh, after we had been kind of dating for a while, I went to her house for Thanksgiving and I met, uh, her parents. And her, when I met her mom, it was like, she's, her mom's very similar to me personality wise, and she's very similar to my dad personality wise. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is a wrap. Like, this is a piece of cake now. Cause like, this is what you come from, exactly me. Mm -hmm. This is so easy Mm -hmm. because she was raised the person telling her what to do and explaining everything to her for a whole life is exactly like me. Yeah. And it's like you and every time, even like all the bad parts of me, all like when I get crazy and like just do obnoxious stuff, her mom's already done 10 times more obnoxious stuff than that. Okay. So she's ready for all of it. And I'm just like, your mom made this so easy for me because you've already learned how to deal with this Mm -hmm. and accept it and like still be close with your mom and like Mm -hmm. and everything and it's like my dad made me the way that i am your mom made you the way you are and it's that's like why we have such a strong connection because we were just raised in the same just in the kind of same way Mm. even though we kind of ended up with kind of opposite personalities in a way she's kind of passive and quiet and Mm -hmm. i'm more aggressive and assertive but uh, but we come from the same place and uh, I think that's just I think that's how it goes.
1: I think that's a good thing. I think that two people can't be aggressive or passive at the same time because nothing will get done in both situations you know and even if you guys both it's like I'm pretty aggressive and I could date somebody that's aggressive but we'd have to our energies would have to Except when it's time for one person to be that way and the other person to not be that way, you know. Um, But it sounds it it sounds like you're saying that you guys, the dysfunction in your life prior to one another Mm -hmm. prepared you for any dysfunction that you two may bring to one another.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, a lot of issues that I've had, you know, I've had. I've ended up working out through relationships Mm -hmm. and you know, because it kind of your personal stuff really comes up in relationships like a lot more than it does like at your day job or, or anything. And it's like each relationship, I just felt like I just went one step closer to like resolving the stuff and like feeling more comfortable and like more just like more of like a complete person with, without, without all, all of like the stuff hanging off of me, so that's why I do feel like i've I've been able to not that my i mean not that my problems are solved or anything but m- move on from like kind of like the the hardest parts of yeah. that stuff of dealing with that stuff
1: yeah i'm in a I'm in a weird place right now with relationships um I don't know if it's weird but I want everything. For the first time, I, I've never been like this. I've yeah. always just been content with like liking one person at a time. Okay, and it's like as long as I like you, I can't see anything else. Mm-hmm. And over the past year, that kind of like shifted for me. Mm-hmm. And I want everything. Like I want, I want, I want the one that I love, but mm-hmm. I also want the one that I lust. Right. after and i want the one that makes me laugh and i want the one that makes me think and if those happen to be four different people it's like i just want them all i want yeah. i want the one that's that's adventurous or dangerous or risky do you mm-hmm. get what i'm saying sure, like and course. i'm very aware of it and it's te- it's 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 only terrible for the one that i love yeah if if they love me back it's only terrible cuz i'm trying to uh enjoy them all at my own leisure.
0: I think like I think there really is like people do match up with you in a d- each you know each person matches up with you in a different way and can match up with you more perfectly or you know some people you know exactly like you're saying you know you the person that you lust after. And it's like yeah, it can be like exciting, right? But you also know like on a deep level, they're not the person that like you want to spend 7 days with. Like, or the person that you're gonna be like just hanging out at the apartment with five years from now. Like, you know, that this isn't the person like that you just want to wake up and eat breakfast with. It's like it's the person you want to like be with at night and stuff. And when you're with people like that, after a while, you get over it because it's exciting, but you can it can only be exciting for so long. Yeah, eventually it becomes boring. Yeah, you there's no way around it. It's like you can only you only know so many different moves there's only so many different places you can go yeah. and then eventually it's just you're just left with the two of you so to me those people they fade away and like people that are really challenging and interesting intellectually you know they can be they can really like inspire you but if you don't feel like a uh an intimate connection with them and you're not like really attracted to them physically that will kind of like you'll ultimately feel unsatisfied with that mm-hmm. and to me what will end up happening is you will find the person that you have the emotional connection with and whoever you have the strongest emotional connection with, that is the person that you'll stay with. Mm -hmm. So that is my philosophy on relationships. (laughs)
1: Last night after a show, uh, uh, during the show, a guy, I asked a a single guy in the audience what he looks for in a woman and of course he describes me, right? (laughs) I don't know why I said of course, but not of course. It's like that happens every single show.
0: You mean like of course because he feels He's trying to impress you. He wants to. He's trying to say the right thing to you. Or do you think you're obviously what anybody would say?
1: The first one. Okay. Like.
0: He's trying to say the right thing.
1: Like he like he really like. Yes, he is really interested. But. I'm going to describe you exactly because you've asked me and I'm very interested in you. Right. And so, because I'm looking at what I'm very interested in, I can just describe you. Right. I don't have to reach out and describe some hypothetical. I can just describe you and make it clear to you. And because we're having an audi, we're having a discussion in front of an audience. I don't know if I'll get another opportunity to let you yeah, know that's how right. I feel. So I'm going to, in this moment, let you know, right. I've come to this show because I'm interested yeah. in you. And so after, but and what I'm saying is that happens at every show. Do you do you ever hook up with these guys? No, no. Okay. Is it, you know who Nicole Byer is? Uh-huh. Nicole asked me that on her podcast. Like, are you a chuckle fucker? And I did not know what a chuckle fucker was.
0: I thought a chuckle fucker was like a person who fucked the comedian.
1: A chuckle fucker is a comedian who fucks the people the audience. Yeah, that come to, who want to fuck you are there in the a,
0: audience. I would, cause I'm curious. I know there are lots of male comedians that do that.
1: Like have sex with.
0: Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's where, that's who they hook up with.
0: Yeah. I don't think all male comedians are like that, but there's a group of male comedians that are like that.
1: But there's a very large majority. Like, yeah, we can count out the, hopefully we can count out the men who are in relationships, whether you know, girlfriend or married. Um but for the most part, men use whatever sure, sure. their thing is because they don't they can't what attracts a woman to a man is very different than what attracts yeah, a man to a woman. For sure. You know? It doesn't attract a man to me for me to get up on stage and tell him about yeah, himself.
0: Exactly. You know
1: what I'm saying? Of but course. if I happen to look nice while I'm up there, then that's that attracts him, you know, So,
0: do you think uh, but men can
1: look terrible on stage, but oh, they make you laugh. Right. They sure. say some witty shit. They say some smart shit or they at the very least just exude confidence. Yeah. And women are like, whoa,
0: I t- I'm totally
1: everybody. He has everyone's attention.
0: So do you think there are female comedians who do that? Fuck. Yeah. Yes. That that's like their thing, like they regularly fuck audience members.
1: I don't think that they like they they they're like who what audience member am I going to fuck tonight but yes cuz there there's are some... dudes
0: that do that every night
1: Cuz I think you know what I think but I think that and this is going to sound really um negative but it's not I think men more times than women are operating from a predatory point of view you know what I'm saying and so that's why but women I think for women it's just like you know I want to fuck tonight and the the opportunity that presents itself for me to fuck tonight is this guy who came to my show Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying but But you don't feel that way no because I I don't know for some reason I can't you you you'd have to present something so special to me um, you'd have to speak to me in a way and I don't mean like what actually comes out your mouth. I mean energy would have to speak to me right. so significantly. Um, after you've watched me. Also, I give a lot away about myself in my shows. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's a bit unfair. Like you get you get to sit and know me. Right. It gets to be one sided for now. You course. know? Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like I'm I would be coming into it. I, I'm just too vulnerable, too and vulnerable yeah, yeah. and not even not not even just in a emotional or social way. But mm-hmm. it's like I'm a woman like, for instance, I'm a woman in a city that I don't live in often. Right. Where a man can take a woman who's probably half his size. Sure. Back to his hotel or wherever. I can't do that.
0: Yeah. 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 I
1: can't do that. I have to be very careful. I have to I have to be careful. In terms of hotel staff,
0: yeah, 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 that's
1: able to just come in my room if they need or want to, yeah, yeah,
0: totally. you, you know, like that, of course, yes, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a fucked up thing,
1: and I am usually more I, I usually know who I'm attracted to right off the bat, right? Um, and so you got to catch me really by surprise.
0: Do you feel like so over the past couple of years you know your your career is moving along right and so you're feeling I would imagine more confident in life and maybe setting your sights higher and higher in general okay and does that make it even harder to date
1: honestly it my how I feel about men and what I look for it's been the same Mm -hmm. you know like I mean even when I was 18 when I was 20 when I was 25 I still wanted a guy who was confident that was secure that had his shit together and in whatever way you're supposed to have your shit together in those age ranges I think it's the perception of me that changes how I date Mm -hmm. you know like when I'm like a wide-eyed 20-year-old and it looks like oh, I mean, she ain't really experienced much in the world, then that makes a guy more confident exactly. in what he can offer me. Exactly. And so that changes who approaches me. Right. But now if you see me and you're like, wait, she has these things going on, this, this, and this going on, then then maybe I need to have this or be here to approach her.
0: So it's really like filtering out certain guys and you're just being approached by by more confident guys. Is that what you're saying?
1: I yeah, I, I think I'm being approached by either the guy that's so not confident that he's like, fuck it. You know how it's just like this is gonna be like this is a bucket list thing. Yeah, I guess. You know, like, <laughs> like 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 fuck it. Yeah, what yeah, I got yeah. to lose yeah. thing. Or a guy who really is like overly confident for whatever reason. Right. Like super confident, you know. They're out there. Yeah, some guys even sneak stuff like like after the show yesterday, a different guy who saw me perform, he had a picture with me from a few years ago from LA in the Laugh Factory and he showed me the picture. And so obviously that causes me a little bit more, that causes me to um, receive him a, a bit more than maybe somebody else who is my first time encountering them after the show. You know what I'm
0: saying? In a more positive way or a less positive way?
1: In a more, in a, I don't want to say more positive way, but I guess more positive because it's like, Oh, you've really been following my journey, and you've you've really been supporting. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's just like there's just like a slightly a sl- slightly more gratitude there.
0: It sometimes it, you know, I always ultimately want to feel like an equal with the person that I'm with. Yeah, you know, and I'm kind of trying to stay in that balance and like trying to stay like we're equals like i don't ever want to be like in charge of another person or like you know or the other way around like mm-hmm. someone else telling me what to do all the time and like i'm inferior to them but i would feel like if a girl came up to me mm-hmm. and was like i go to all your shows you know here's a picture that you took with me a year ago i would be like we're starting off in an unequal place."
1: So yes, I completely agree with that, and I would not. I wasn't interested in that guy. When right. I meant gratitude, I just meant in terms of like I may hold the conversation with him just slightly longer. Yeah. But you know, but because of that, when he took a picture with me, he grabbed me around my waist. Okay. And I had to take his hand off my waist. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I said, Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, I'm single. I said, Yeah, you're single. But what that got to do with me?
0: Yeah, man. Guys have a hard time understanding how to act.
1: Yeah, so it's like but but I'm just saying so that th- th- that's a big difference. Women a aren't huge ra- difference. yeah, like women aren't if they are unless a man is taken or the woman is so hideous to the man there that's 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 okay behavior. Right. For for me and probably most women women, it's a complete violation. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so I have to be it's like I'm never if if you if a guy comes up to me at one of my shows Mm -hmm. and likes me Mm -hmm. he's probably the type of guy that I was going to like whether he was at my show or not does that make sense
0: yes because he he's drawn to you yeah he just happens to be at my show Uh
1: yeah it's like you know, I was talking about my crush on stage the other night, right? Mm-hmm. My crush is at my show, and he also likes me. It's like I liked you before you came to this show. Right? You just happened to be at this show.
0: Right? You know yes, what I'm saying? Absolutely.
1: But somebody that, as you said, is just like, oh man, I'm such a fan. I'm da 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 da, and I want to date you. It's I don't know. You like you're if right. A, it feels unfair. If
0: a guy told me that he was gonna do that and he was like i would be like don't do that yeah that's not a good idea yeah just go talk to her yeah you know maybe mention you happened to see her last year or something yeah or you like her comedy but like don't put yourself in that position you're putting yourself too far below this person yeah it's not it's not it's especially not what women want i don't think yeah i think dudes will go along with it you know yeah yeah yeah. i think
1: I, I, i know it sounds like like for the most part, dudes love it because they don't really want to work too hard. They might not love it in the person that they're looking to spend the rest of their life with. Right. But it's like, you yeah, you want to give me some ass? You want to give me some attention? Yeah. While I'm in this city? Cool. Like, cool. I ain't got work for shit. Cool.
0: I always get into like, because I, I like real intense things. I like making a connection. And so whenever someone's starting off from that point, like that place of like, looking up to me yeah. it's already it's like if this is going to be intense your feelings are going to get hurt yeah. like and i don't want that yeah I, it's because i'll just it'll just make me feel bad like i'll feel bad the whole time because yeah. i know i know what's happening it's like because it's just like it's not going to be satisfying for me and uh, ultimately i know it's going to have to end yeah. and i know how you're going to feel at the end of it it's like it's got to be close at least you know
1: how do you feel sean about women sliding into men's dms
0: i think It's a risky move, (laughs) I think. uh, But do you
1: think it's a risky move on both ends, like if a guy slides into a girl's DM? No.
0: Okay. I think it's a risky move. Just, you know, and I don't know how, I don't really know the answer to whether it's cultural or, you know, whether it's genetic, right? Like whether it's like no matter what, no matter what people are taught that it can't be changed, but certainly the way that it's set up in, in society now you know men are the ones who, appro- who, pursue, who, who approach yeah. women and when you kind of go out of that balance when the women when a woman approaches you when a woman approaches me i'm like this girl loves me already <laughs> this is how hard is this going to be yeah. like normally i got to walk up to a girl that's not interested in me at all and i have to convince her to be interested in me this girl is already interested in me it this is uh, this is already finished i'm i've already finished my work and i haven't wow. even started yet wow so I mean it's I get I I think you know there are some women who are like very impressive and like or like you know have a lot of issues and like can do some kind of crazy stuff that like mess with you emotionally and like kind of lock lock you into that and then you know you might think that you have everything under control and then you find out that you don't and then that can be kind of that can be wild and make it last longer but I think for me, I, I t- you tend to date women who are, who don't want to date me at first. Okay. I like a challenge, you yeah. know, I like an impressive woman and generally I'm like, I'll just, whatever you think isn't good enough. Like I'll just keep making it better in myself until yeah. I'm good enough.
1: Yeah.
0: But in order to have that relationship continue and like, like eventually that would have to end, yeah. you know, the other eventually person, she dates you, right? The other person has to keep improving also. Yeah. Like they also have to want to get better and better and like do cooler and cooler things. Yeah. And then if you're both doing it together, like to me, that's like the ultimate goal yeah. where you're both just have a drive to, to get better, to like work on yourself and, and then you can stay interesting for each other. And I feel like my wife is that way. We've been together for a long time. And I feel like she's changed a lot uh, over that time. And I've ch- I've changed a lot. And I think I feel good. I feel like I don't think I can't imagine another situation that would be any better where yeah. we where there would be someone else who would be growing along the same lines yeah. that I am. I feel like we're a good match to start and i feel like we both have a good attitude and you know we're older like you know we're we're in our 30s like well into our 30s and i think we're kind of like over a lot of the kind of young like immature stuff like kind of like not to say not not say you're immature but (laughs) but that when you say like right now you're like i want everything right and i but i think like I went through a period where i felt that way too where i was like i don't want to be tied down like i want to do whatever Mm -hmm. i want to experience different types of people and i want to like i just want to go for everything yeah but after a while right you you go through that over and over again and then you kind of like okay like i'm starting to understand what i like i'm starting on i i get like i get who the exciting girl is that is like ultimately not going to be interesting but is interesting for a short period and then you don't want to just have one after another of those yeah it becomes repetitive
1: i used to think when i when i was younger so maybe i'm like stepping into this this phase in my life but i always thought but i was always afraid to say it when i was younger like 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 you know like late teens early 20s i sort of imagined my life as like a a woman who like had men all around the world okay yeah i know that sounds crazy but yeah. like had men all around the world like a good like five or six of them mm-hmm. and like but really a deep love in every you know but just not every day mm-hmm. like they served, they they serve they they held a certain time maybe of the year like a time and space and they all did something very different for me um, like even when I think about any guy that I'm attracted to right now, it's like they they all and I'm not like I'm not built that way. i'm I'm a mono, I'm a monogamous person mm-hmm. i I think for two reasons, one, because it's a it has to a lot to do with trust. Mm-hmm. but two, I'm not a fool. I'm not naive enough to think that somebody is going to allow me to be promiscuous and, and they have to stay monogamous. Of course. Does that make, you know, sure.
0: Nobody would do that.
1: Exactly. And so, so that's what will keep me. monogamous. Nobody that you
0: want to be with either. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, but when I think about the guys that I'm just attracted to right now, right. They all, I'm, I'm so attracted to them in so in such different ways that it, it sort of just blows my mind and whatever that energy it's like, I could wake up one day and I won't be thinking like it's like I wake up in I'm in a certain energy. I didn't know that I was going to be in that energy okay. that day. And I'm just in that energy uh-huh. and I seek out that person because they have that particular right, energy. Right. And then as soon as I'm done with it, mm-hmm. I'm just done with it. Yeah. yeah. For the time being. Right. Um, and it's how fine. do these
0: dudes take this?
1: Um I don't know if they ever really know like all oh, what what I'm Right. You know like because it's not as much as I know that that's what's functioning in me my behavior isn't saying that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh-huh. Like my behavior is not like okay I'm in this I, I got this dude has the energy that I need right now. So no I'm not fucking him cuz I'm not built like that. But we may have a long conversation that day. Yeah, yeah, Or we may... You know what I'm saying? We may, sure. we may fl- flirt a whole lot sure. that day. Sure. And then the next day, for me, it's like, if I'm not in that energy no more, it's like it didn't even happen. Right. You know? It's like...
0: But you're not... So you're not sleeping with no, these people? No, I could never. So you couldn't, like sleep with different people like overlapping like one one day and then a couple of days later someone else and then go back to that person and then go back to the other person?
1: So I don't think so because I've never done that in my life. Uh-huh. I I don't think so though.
0: I can't do that if I really care about somebody. I can't do that. If I don't care, I can.
1: So I also can't. The reason why I said my stipulation with the five men around the world or mm-hmm. six, the reason why I said there's like a deep love Right. that is because I can't I can't even like sleep with somebody that I'm not in love with. Okay. I, I don't actually have the um des sexual desire right. to it don't matter how much I like a man. How long
0: what's the shortest amount of time it takes to fall in love with somebody?
1: Um I don't know. I think
0: because it's tough for me because I don't know the answer for myself either what that is. I usually when I get into serious relationships, I get obsessed at the beginning. I get obsessed immediately and then I'm obsessed and then it will turn into once it starts to turn into a relationship, then I will be like, I'm in love with this person. Uh, Like once it's like at first it's just exciting and crazy and then. You know, over the course of those w- early weeks, you know, it probably I would probably like take me like a m- couple of weeks to a month.
1: OK, maybe I shouldn't say like in love. But no, make like for me to do it to you. But so like there was this guy that I dated for maybe like four, four and a half months. Mm-hmm. Right. And like we decided I decided, but he went along with it that we wouldn't even attempt to sleep with one another until 3 months had passed. Okay. And when the 3 months passed, it's like yeah, like we had built enough of a connection mm-hmm. um with one another, but it definitely it definitely wasn't love. It definitely wasn't love and I definitely never needed to do it right. while when it was done, I enjoyed aspects of it. Right. But just the connection, the, the, the connection for me to, for me to really enjoy it on a certain level uh-huh. just was not there. Right. You know? Sure. And so it's just like, I couldn't do anything. So it's like, yeah, I mean, like we're like, like we're technically like just dating one another mm-hmm. and enjoying one another. And you know, like aspects of this physical relate this the the physical part of this relationship mm-hmm. is enjoyable, Right. but it's like I don't ever really need this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel, and it's, I actually don't even care.
0: Right, it's interesting, and that's why
1: I didn't let. Like, and I mean, when it when I separated, it was nothing to separate.
0: Of course, of course. Do you do you tend to break off the relationships you're in, or is it?
1: Fifty-fifty. It's like it. It's like fifth. It's like fifth. It's hard because sometimes I'm breaking it off because I found out you cheated on me. It's like, so technically, you kind of broke it off. Yeah,
0: I would say, yeah, they broke it off in a way. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm.
1: but if I say just like a working relationship where nobody has done any of that like foul behavior, and it's just about is this working or not, Mm -hmm. then I probably am the one that breaks it off.
0: Because I'm like, I'm like 100% I break it off. Ah. And it's because of like that pattern that i go through of like trying to date the person getting to date them and then you know just continuing on trying to get better trying to get better and then being like you know then i'm like kind of bored if the other person isn't also if it no longer presents a a challenge in some way to you yeah if they're not evolving and doing doing different things then you know what is the point of it yeah it gets it gets boring to me and like you know that's like not super healthy attitude of like approaching relationships in that way, so I am happy to like be out of that. And I also felt like as I went through all these serious relationships, I was like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna end up being with someone because every single one of them I get tired of it and yeah. then I end it and then I go date somebody else. And it's like, am I if I just keep doing this for the rest of my life, I'll never get married, yeah. Um, but my wife presented a lot of extra challenges. Yeah. She's so there was like there was. I feel like she's a a formidable opponent. Yeah.
1: Your wife has a is she a creative or is she like a nine to five? She's creative. Okay.
0: I mean, she works a nine to five. I think, you know, I, I know that she she wants to be able to be more creative. And I hope that, you know, I hope that we end up having kids and I hope that I can be really successful and that she can then that can like afford her the like space to like pursue, pursue some interesting yeah. things because you know, right now it's like, all right, well, I've got this kind of crazy unreliable job yeah, and you know, we need some stability. So it's like, she can't just quit her job. And yeah. also, I mean, you know, she's just not in a financial position to do it. Even if I, even if I wasn't around, if it was just her, she couldn't do it. Yeah. She still needs to make money to pay her bills and stuff. Um, but I think that I do think she's got, you know, creative talents. And I think ultimately I I hope that she gets a chance to pursue them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you feel like when a guy or a person in a relationship, whichever one it is, when they are not the, like when they don't really have that much going for them, do you think, do you think that that's like rule number one? Like you should not cheat because you don't bring much to this relationship
0: i don't think you should cheat period i mean for any reason because like okay if you have a lot going for you that doesn't mean you should be dishonest to someone and i mean it's hurtful to do that to the other person it's just it's a it's an obviously wrong thing to do and i'm not i've cheated on people in the past and i feel bad about it um and it was a A dumb, immature, bad thing for me to do. And um, I wish that I didn't do it. But there's no, I've talked to guys that try to rationalize why they should be able to cheat and they try to make it some kind of insane biological thing. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, listen, man, you know it's wrong. You know that it's wrong. You know you're hurting the other person. And it's like, if you got such a fucking biological drive, then don't have a fucking girlfriend, yeah, man. Go fuck everybody. Yeah. You don't have to lie to this person. Are you lying to them? You know that it's wrong to lie to people. You know what it feels like when people lie to you. Like, so, What? no matter what you got going on, I don't think you should be cheating. Guys, I, w- I think it is tough for guys that don't have a lot going on, just self-esteem-wise, mm-hmm. to hang in relationships because again that's like society has set it up that way you're supposed to be the provider you know and when you're not doing that i think it's hard to feel good about yourself and like i worry about that like i'm like i'm doing my like my business is going good now but if it falls apart like what's my self-esteem gonna be like and like how am i gonna be like show up i mean i show up well in the relationship now because i'm confident yeah and like if i lose that confidence I mean, I think I'll be able to figure it out and I think I'll be able to keep the confidence. But in the back of my mind, I do worry, mm-hmm. you know, if I just end up some unemployed dude with like money problems <laughs> and my wife's got to fucking pay the bills and shit. <laughs> I don't want to be in that situation. But uh, I think I, I feel bad for dudes that are in that position.
1: Do you is do, um Cause I feel like this is a big difference between uh, female comedians and male comedians as well. Like your wife has to be okay with you being out the house most nights. Yeah. Um, socializing being around so many people and especially like for you where you're in a position to grant people something that they really want. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they may offer certain things to you sure, wh- sure. whether it's energy, whether it's something physical, whether it, you know what I'm saying? And so I I see more women being okay with that for with their men going out yeah. in, in in that sort of environment yeah. than men being okay with, with
0: absolutely yeah I would it would be
1: I always have to put a disclaimer like even when I'm on my own podcast I'm always like forgive us for excluding like the LGBT okay. I mean it's just so prevalent I never want listeners to be like you keep talking about man and woman sure, Why? sure. so just know.
0: Hey, thanks. That's a good service. <laughs> that's a nice thing for you to say. We're uh, totally
1: no. inclusive. It just so happens that Sean is heterosexual, and so am I, and so that's why we're talking in male woman. Hey, you're absolutely right.
0: Male female. Right. Uh, that was you're you're very very true. That's a very good point. <laughs> um, I think just speaking for myself, I mean, I feel lucky that my wife, you know, trusts me to do this, but I think that. I think that I have a pretty strong, just a pretty strong like way of thinking about things, Mm -hmm. and I would just be such a huge hypocrite if if I were to like do that stuff. That, I mean, what would even be the point of me at that point? If you know, if if that's if I was doing that stuff, it would. Um, so I think that she feels confident that that that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I remember when I first started featuring. And I'll never forget, I was in somewhere in Florida, maybe Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And I was opening up for a guy. I was featuring for a male comedian. And the the women, women were on dates with other men. But I'm talking about like letting me know with their energy in their sure, eyes, sure. like just say the word. How do you feel about that? i it, it was the it was like the first time that I realized like wow,' like I'm not attracted to you at all, and not like like you you could be a beautiful woman, but sure. it's just like I'm not interested in women, so it's right. like this is this is only a distraction because you're actually making me think about wow you're making me think about so many things except the thing that you want me to think about like i'm not this is not inviting to me right you
0: don't so you don't think that there's ever a situation where you would hook up with a woman?
1: No, I'm not saying that. Okay. But generally, I, so even what I said, like, you know, I, most times I like you before you like me. You know what I'm saying? Before you like me. And so you just happen to be at a show. Uh huh. And so it doesn't matter how sexy you are, how sexy you think you are, male or female, if you're sitting at the front of my, so I might even say for the audience, you know, I might even say that you're an attractive person or a sexy person, but. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, I'm not gonna like you. Yeah. Like that. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, one, my mind ain't even there on stage. Mm-hmm. My mind just ain't even, even if I, even if I say it, most times my mind on stage isn't dealing with my desires as a woman, you know? But when I experienced that for the first time, I thought, wow, she really, she really. It's like trying to give me signals. And then I thought, wow, I, I'm a woman up here. I can only imagine how this feels for a man. Because I imagine a, a, a male comedian who may also be attractive, also confident, and also delivering like good material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that means almost every woman in the room is captivated and throwing energy at
0: Yeah, them. definitely.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it ju- it's just like, wow, what type of... Man, then that made me think further. Like, what type of man it takes to resist that or block that each and every night? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? And then yeah. you may very well be attracted. The thing that doesn't tempt me may tempt you. So, like, if I ever, if for some reason I ever am with a woman, it ain't cause of her titties. Mm-hmm. But men sometimes the very reason why they of want to fuck you is because they saw your titty. They saw You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I it, it just sent it just. Those are the thoughts that spiraled for me mm-hmm. and then what else spirals is get back to your material get back to like like oh she wants to be a distraction it makes her feel good to be a distraction oh yeah do you yeah. get what i'm saying because yeah. that's the attention right she's that she attention wants. so i'm having yeah. all of these sort of like um psychoanalytic thoughts yeah if that makes sense
0: uh-huh.
1: and really i'm like wow if i and, and if i was actually tempted by this this would this would be a problem. Yeah. Like I'm not tempted by this, which is why I'm going I'm analyzing it. Mm-hmm. But if I were, wow.
0: Yeah, I I
1: mean So the men who are able to do it, I know a lot who aren't. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot for me because I I am I'm, I'm one of the fem- I'm I'm a female that has a lot of male friends and sometimes can uh um position myself in a way for men to feel very comfortable. In, in being men around me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And and so sometimes they'll get really comfortable in saying what they're doing in my which I have huge judgments on. Mm-hmm. But it's like I also know like all right, this ain't the place to my judgment is not going to change his behavior. It's only gonna cast me out. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Of like, um so I so I mean my hat off to the guy who is in that situation every other night and is able to choose when i talk
0: to dudes i feel like it's like 15 percent are the dudes that are like hooking up with people all the time and like the rest of them aren't
1: no sean trust me okay no
0: uh, but that's why that's why my question is like are you are you just dealing with more successful dudes that have just got to a point where they have learned how to hook up with girls? And I'm kind of spending a lot of time talking to dudes that are just beginning headliner type of guys that are.
1: I mean, maybe, maybe I'm around comedians who are working enough to have a, to have the confidence. Cause it changes. To, and, and the women are seeking them out. Like women yeah. are coming to shows specifically with the, with the hopes to, you know, hook up with, them i mean i was seeing a comedian for a little while and um i was at his show sitting next to women and it was like it was really interesting Mm -hmm. sitting next to women who were clearly interested oh yeah you know it was was just very interesting oh
0: i think that most dudes could do it but i think that they don't know how to do it and i think it's funny because sometimes when when guys start to like get famous and then they start hooking up with girls they don't really know how to do it because they didn't grow up hooking up with girls, yeah and they're like trying to learn it, and it's yeah. kind of it can be awkward.
1: Yeah, and comedy sort of becomes their, their makeup, right. you know, like the thing that makes women more attractive. <laughs> yeah. to, you know, men that that's what it is for men. That's what I was saying at the beginning. It's like whether it's basketball, whether it's music, whether it's comedy, whether it's money, uh-huh. whether it's intelligent You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. just think about think about um Stephen Hawking. Smart as shit. That's what people are right. attracted to. Cannot use a limb on his body.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, besides his what his his index finger are you a little attracted bit. Attracted to him. No, of course not. But I'm just saying he all the way cheated on his wife. And le- but if you, oh but yeah, you yeah, get yeah. what I'm saying. Yes, 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 yes. It's like women seek, but that it, that wasn't by accident. They have that woman winning. Yeah. So I'm just saying that that's you know even I've I've watched guys um i've watched male comedians spend an hour talking about their girlfriend or wife on stage and i still see them interact with women in a certain way absolutely you know
0: yeah there's definitely lots of women that don't care about that or enjoy it yeah there's a lot of women that enjoy it yeah for sure it's uh yeah it's a weird thing do you think it's biological do you think that men do you think it's like society made them that way, or do you think that it's just the nature of dudes?
1: I don't know. I think that although I could assign, uh, although I've seen that behavior in more dudes than not, mm-hmm. I still think it's case by case. Uh. Like, yeah, they may all be doing it, but it's all stemming from different reasons. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like whether you lacked, I remember I, I um, when I first moved to L.A., um, I ended up. Becoming boyfriend and girl, you know, mm-hmm. my boyfriend was a guy that I had shot a TV show with. And when I found out he cheated on me, yeah, I was hurt and I was upset. But I, I I wanted to know why. And and I think it threw him the way I asked him because I was like, you know, like, were you not? Because I just came out and said it. I was like, were you not popular?
0: Because mm-hmm.
1: it just seems easy to me. It just seems like if you want to explore other women like we don't have to be in a relationship exactly but but is this something that you don't know how to handle like is this not something that you were used to right. coming right. up right because you know i when i say I, I know i said obviously i don't mean it as arrogant as it sounded but yeah people have liked me for a very long time so right. this ain't new to me right for you to like me I ain't, i'm not surprised
0: it got pretty deep Let's this see. got
1: deep as fuck yeah, Do you we, curse on your podcast?
0: We didn't. Oh yeah, curse. Yeah, go ahead. We didn't <laughs> talk about any comedy at all. You want to just say uh, if you have uh, anything you want people to check out that you're gonna be doing?
1: Yeah. Um, uh, okay. So you guys, please check out my website because that is where I keep most of the information. That's where you can contact me, ZainabJohnson.com. Z a i n a b Johnson. All my social media handles. Although I'm on Instagram and Twitter mostly. At Zaynab Johnson, Zainab Johnson, Z A I N A B Johnson, please listen to my podcast. It's on iTunes and SoundCloud. It's called Honest Tea with Z. That's H O N E S T E A with Z. Also, if you are in the um, if you're in the Virginia area, you can see me at the Virginia Funny Bone um, Valentine's Day weekend. Cool Valentine's Day weekend, I'll be at the Virginia Funny Bone. So uh, come check me out. Thanks, Sean, for having me on.
0: Thanks, ANAB. For more information about our live shows, check out undergroundcomedydc.com.